coming to you live as fuck over the YouTube and Twitter airwaves and wherever you listen to your podcast. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your host, Drunk Shy Sox fan on Twitter. That's Steve-O. And Hot Take Tommy. And on this episode of the Sons of Honarchy podcast, yes, we'll be celebrating baseball's back, but more importantly, we have, as you can see, a very special guest. Sammy Davis Jr. 5000 of the Twitter worlds. Uh, so welcome, Sammy. Joining hey, us. I appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> From the past and the future, all at once, yes. he is joining it, us. It, Very it's actually, honored. It's actually about 3 p.m. So I've been, I've been you know, brushing up on my, uh, my baseball knowledge all day. So I, I think I'm ready to go. <laughs> Absolutely. You look a lot different. Uh, right now than you do in your profile picture. So uh, the, the profile pictures are from when I was alive. Um, <laughs> no, I've been dead, you know, 30 some odd years. And, you know, the, 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 I've had some work done here in the future. So this, this is the look I'm going with today. Time does that to you, right? It, exactly. So right. speaking of the work done, is that where this these ears the shrek ears is that part of the that's part of your body or is that a headgear is that a new fashion from the future this is new fashion in the future um okay year 5000 is you know i heard in your guys world there's like you know, a 90s revival of you know tv shows and you know fashion but uh, 5000 we are going through a full on shrek revival so i mean shrek <laughs> culture is everywhere um people are dressing up like the gingerbread man uh, um, Lord Farquaad pants are like really hot right now. You can't even get them at the local store. So, <laughs> well, for those of us that aren't joining us live and are going to be listening later over the podcast, uh, first and foremost, make sure you rate, subscribe, review to the podcast, um, yes. as yes. well as subscribe to our new YouTube page. Um, we are on YouTube. Just search us up. You should be able to find us. Um, but joining us today is one of the biggest mards I know. Um, I don't normally respond to trolls, but in this case, I absolutely have to. And I just don't get it. On. <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea about this man's real identity. Um, he may be Sammy Davis Jr. He may not be. He may not have joined us at the ballpark a few times this year. This guy may or may not have gotten me nice and toasty before opening day 2021. <laughs> he may be responsible for creating and running the White Sox Twitter Bureau of Investigation. And he was just recently blasted for being a keyboard warrior that's too coward to confront people in person. Ladies and gentlemen, Sammy Davis Jr. 5000. So I just wanted to give you that proper introduction. Thank you very much. That, that, was, very, uh, that was very nice. You forgot to call me a beta. So that, that, <laughs> I, I also go by that name. Um, what are you again yeah. right now on Twitter? Are you beta, uh, beta, beta Davis Jr. or are you still I, Sammy? I, I went. I went back to my regular name for the tournament, so you know people who are unfamiliar with me could could know who I am. But uh, during the tournament, there there's going to be a lot of shenanigans going on with my uh, with my profile. So everyone, stay tuned. Very excited, actually, so excited about it. <laughs> oh, oh boy, my God! Well, speaking of the 108 tourney, Steve. My guy, you killed it. The people love you. Um, you also almost killed yourself. Uh, so give us the inside scoop of how that went for you, both during and after, please. We need to know. So during the show, I decided to challenge myself in doing a shot 
of beer, which sounds lame. You know, it's like 5% beer. But, you know, those add up after every uh, matchup that I analyzed. Um, so those caught up to me on top of the like neon beer hugs that I was already drinking, which are like 7%. So uh, I got nice and toasty during the podcast for people who don't know. Um, I am alive. Um, our guy Shane Spags is, is in, the, in the chat here. Uh, glad to see him alive. Yes. Uh, alive and well now. Yesterday, I couldn't say the same. Um, that was one of the roughest days of teaching I've ever had. Thank God they had tests in English and math. So I had nice double blocks to just kind of sit there and think and and regret my life. Um, so, yeah, no, it was a blast. Were you also drinking truth serum uh, during that podcast? Because you revealed just about every piece of <laughs> confidential information that uh, you are, you've been privy to for about the last six years. So, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I probably shouldn't have mentioned that I'm part of specific group chats with people. I probably shouldn't have almost name dropped uh, the Sammy Davis Junior Five Thousand. I probably shouldn't have all basically contributed contributed to making somebody quit the 108 tournament and Twitter as well, apparently. And, and maybe even life. We, we don't know yet. He may quit life because of you. I, that would be really bad. <laughs> that would be really bad. I regret very much so. I, I have so many regrets. You, but you got I a body on you. What's that? Oh, I got body account. Yeah, yeah. And not, in, not in the sex way. Yeah, absolutely. No, <laughs> not in the good way. Not in like the wrestling way. <laughs> so, yeah, Tom, I'm not sure if you heard. But there, there is a specific person that I, I, I may have contributed to their quitting of Twitter. We can maybe talk about that off the air. <laughs> well, that being said, you've <laughs> officially both created enemies and uh, friends ahead of the 108 tourney. And now we're here, right? It's basically, it's live right now. We actually just voted for the play-ins the battle royale i apologize ahead of the tournament here so really funny now that steve is still alive not drinking a bloody mary like he usually does on a saturday morning um because he decided to behave himself last night from what we hear yeah i really thought about it on friday morning little hair of the dog might not have hurt so <laughs> it, it stops it stops this you know and it gets you it gets you level Absolutely, I, I, I do feel that the Bloody Mary is a very overrated. Um, oh my god, I hate Bloody Marys. What I is your What is your go to hair of the dog then, Sammy Davis? I've I've got a couple options for you. Uh, one, I love a good Negroni when I'm hungry. Okay. Uh, two, uh, John Daly, but Ooh, like yes, it won't be like a super sweet iced tea or lemonade because the sugar messes with you and messes with your stomach. So like, actually. Have you guys ever had uh, spin drift? I've not had spin drift. No, you, you guys are so poor. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the it's a brand of 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 carbonated beverages, and they make a uh, uh, oh oh yeah, they they make an iced tea lemonade one, and with vodka, it's awesome. Uh, so you just pour in your own vodka? Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's very good. And then there was this drink at. Um, this restaurant that used to be in Pilsen called uh, Nightwood. And it was vodka, Kahlua, and a shot of espresso. And mm. it is it is amazing. So th th those are my those are my three favorite hangover drinks right there. 
Have you ever tried to make the vodka Kahlua espresso one on your own? I no. the the closest I've ever come is when my brother-in-law bought me rum chata creamers for coffee. And uh, those are, those are sneaky good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> hey, Tom, remember when we did that cold brew malort thing that one oh, time? It was so good. It was so good. I was thinking of that. I was also thinking of the espresso martini that I've had a few times uh, here at the homestead, but yes, specifically that malort, cold brew coffee with actual malort was fucking fantastic yes needs to make a comeback dark matter coffee i wish they still made it no free ads um (laughs) so we we have a segment usually on this podcast where we talk about our weeks this is slowly becoming the like what did tommy not tweet about this week segment (laughs) so i do want to hear a little bit from tommy about what he did this week instead of uh joining us for the entire 108 show Oh, my God. Well, that night I actually had preconceived plans uh, for hanging out with family. Family first. Family first. No regrets. But I will say uh, the highlight of my week was fucking making a grilled cheese on Tuesday, which is about. (laughs) Thank you, Sammy. But (laughs) I mean, that's about as good as the grilled cheese over here. Yeah. Oh, And the the homemade tomato soup, fam. It was lit. It was lit. So, and by homemade, I mean out the can, baby. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> burying the lead, burying the lead. No, the 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 grilled cheese though, fam. It was it was good. Did you put anything on it? Almost a whole stick of butter. Um, so <laughs> usually it makes a lot of things taste better. Yes, it made it taste great. <laughs> so, two 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 questions, Tommy. Um, one, if if that was the highlight of your week, uh, are you okay? Do, do you need to talk to someone? <laughs> And two, uh, next time you do that, instead of the to- tomato soup out of the can, which um, again sounds delicious, uh, <laughs> do is try to get some uh, vodka sauce, some uh, like homemade vodka sauce, and get yes. it. That's the way to go. Well, I uh, I do not need to uh, help. Actually, that was a great the the grilled cheese sandwich was just so superior that. Um, okay. Okay, I'll say this. Tommy's wife, a couple weekends ago, I was over at his place, was telling me about how he's definitely not the cook of the house. Um, There was a time where Tommy put together this canned vegetable and rice mixture when he was first dating his wife. Um, Tommy, should I let you tell that story? I would love... Yeah. Well, I was real excited. You know, I was like, you know, she cooks for me all the time. I'm in college and I need to impress this, you know, this lady that I've been with for a while now. Uh, So I was like, okay, I know how to make rice. I know how to uh, open a can of beans. And uh, that's half a meal right there. So the other thing I added was, uh, and mind you, plain white rice, plain black beans. I added uh, just a can of Rotel right on top. And I served it um, just like so. She was not as impressed as I was with myself, needless to say. But well, that's what I feed my dog when she's sick. Like, <laughs> like the blandest thing I can think of. 
<laughs> well, she she thought something along the same lines, um, okay. and hasn't hasn't uh, let me cook as much as I used to <laughs> back when I was uh, just feeding myself. Unbelievable! But, um, hey, yo, but look, this grilled cheese was actually fire, though. <laughs> this grilled cheese did make the highlight reel. Full stop. Wow, <laughs> impressive, Tommy. Um, so we got baseball back. Yes, Sammy. Are you excited? I I am excited, but uh, I I'm going to admit, um, I was not, you know, hanging on every bit of news about the the lockout and the negotiations, you know, as much as everyone else was, because it, I I just I I couldn't put myself through it. You know, it's we we all knew it, it was going to get it was going to get done. I mean, I, I don't think anyone thought they were going to cancel the season. There's there's no way in hell especially, you know, two years after a 60-game season with no people in the stands. So, you know, I, I went full zen. You know, I'm like, I'm not I'm not going to follow this as much. I'm not going to worry about it. I know it's going to happen, you know, but the, the whole time my worry was exactly what we found out from Rick Hahn yesterday or the day before is it looks like they're not going to do anything. Yeah. And, you know, the, this, this whole notion that – you know, we have the pieces in place to compete. I, I just I just don't believe that. You know, teams are even before the lockout, people were signing players, people were spending money. And, you know, we there are significant holes in this team. L- look at that. And I, I'm sorry that I'm going off on a tirade right now, which probably is going to go to other point. But it's what what was the problem? What were the problems that we had down the stretch in the playoffs this year? The bottom of our lineup could not produce. And mm-hmm. the pitching was inconsistent. What are the, what are the biggest issues we have right now? The bottom of the lineup and filling the holes in the pitching. So those were the things that I was thinking of. Just because I, you know I, I knew it was going to get done, and I I just didn't have the the patience to deal with fucking Bob Nightingale, and <laughs> I mean not John Heyman because he blocked me on Twitter, but like I I just I couldn't. I couldn't de- deal with it. it. It's just one other thing in, in life. You know, it, I, I just couldn't put myself through at this point. I salute your restraint is what I'll say. Cause yeah, I was out here. The like, first time someone ever told me that, especially given <laughs> my Twitter presence. <laughs> yeah, that, Fair, fair. Uh, no, but in this case, in this case, it's true. Like I was living and dying out here and I, I did not, I will say I did not get sucked into Bob Nightingale because Bob Nightingale lies. That's the only thing I know to be true in this world is that Bob Nightingale lies and just carries water and all that bullshit. So I was not interested in what he had to say at all, but that's, that's Jerry's BFF. Oh God. They, they go out and do brunch every Saturday guaranteed, but I, yeah, I just, I wasn't listening to him, but all the other like conversations going on around, I, I was getting more and more pessimistic by the day. I mean, the fact that they canceled the first two, um, uh, series, I was just like, okay, well then nothing fucking matters anymore. I guess I might as well like cancel my plans and whatever, leave, leave these socks (laughs) ticket representatives on red and calling me three times in two days. Unbelievable. But yeah, now now we're back. No more pessimism. Baseball's back. Carlos Rodon is gone. I'm going to cry about that another time. But we have a special guest, and we want to get to know the real Sammy Davis Jr. 5000 a little bit better. So, 
Steve, uh, I know you had a couple of quick questions for him. You want to take it away? Absolutely. So, I mean, we we know a little bit about the username, but how did the username come about? All right. I, I'm just going to warn you ahead of time. This is the dumbest, most boring story that you're ever going to hear. But it, it explains. I mean, it doesn't explain a lot. So, <laughs> so we have this friend. Uh, it went uh, from, I have a friend grow, from growing up in Bridgeport. His name is, is Frankie and he's given himself the nickname, the Cugino. And he is just like the biggest McGaffer, like <laughs> Brit, like pe- typical Bridgeport you've ever met in your life. Oh, he, he talks like this. He walks around. He says a couple, two, three all the time. He's like, oh, what's up there? So at, at a, exactly. So at, at a certain point, he he just he started calling everyone Chimmy, like C H I M M Y. He's like, Oh, what's up, Chimmy? So he's like, Oh, Chimmy. And then we was, Oh, what's up there, Chimmy Choon, uh, Bobby Choon, Jimmy Choon, Sammy Davis Choon. So my cousin just said, like, out of the blue, like, Oh, Sammy Davis Choon. And then it just like stuck. Like <laughs> everything like that, that we would reference, it would be Sammy Davis Jr. Um, it, it, it and it just it kept spitballing and spitballing like to the point where I was in college like drawing pictures of Sammy Davis Jr. like in my notebooks, um, <laughs> and you know my fantasy football team has been Sammy Davis Jr. for the past I think fifteen years. <laughs> I have trophies that I wish I could show them there in storage right now because we're getting ready to move. But I have six trophies that say Sammy Davis Jr. on them for fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> So I have a framed picture of Sammy Davis Jr. That's like three feet by four feet. But again, we're, we're moving and it's, it's been put into storage. Uh, oh, my God. Well, you were talking about high school. Can can you tell us a, a little bit about your high school experience um, growing up as, as a Southsider? Yeah. So in Bridgeport, like 90 percent of the people either go to De La Salle or Queen of Peace. Um, it's because, you know, most of them have no ambition or intellect um <laughs> now is that is that a shot real quick is that a shot at our guys beef loaf and chorizo e no because they are pillars of the community and they are there there are some people who eke their way into success out of uh out of uh de la salle and and they have managed to do that um uh and it's like me and you know my group of friends we went to saint ignatius so like we were like people like put their nose up at us like oh you guys are, you guys think you're smart because you go to Ignatius and I would respond yes I I, I think that I am smarter than you <laughs> I went to Ignatius um, so and I, I, what I really think Steve-O was trying to get to is is the origin of uh, the Juggalo uh, story oh yes yes uh, you were outed as a Juggalo by uh, and that wasn't even me. That was no, I, I outed. I outed myself as a juggalo during my uh, <laughs> during my my uh, my PowerPoint about how much I hate uh, beer garden gym. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the Festivus presentation. So it, it was probably about sophomore year. Um, my friends really got into insane clown posse, and you know, so did I. Uh, but again, I never painted my face because I, I don't know how that would affect my skin. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if you saw the tweet yesterday. Uh, but we we had we had a bunch of ICP shirts, and what we would do is we would wear them underneath our white dress shirts for for school. 
and you could just see like these gigantically ugly ICP shirts through them. So like <laughs> a couple months later, they revised the dress code at St. Ignatius and made everyone wear white undershirts underneath their shirts. There's nothing better. Wow. I'm I'm so confident that that stands to this day because of you. That's fantastic. If, if that's the legacy that I left there, I'm completely fine with it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, speaking of leaving legacies at Ignatius, um, th- there's a Chicago comedic legend who went to Ignatius, correct? That you may or may not have a story about. Yes, I do. So John Mulaney was yes. two years ahead of me at Ignatius. Okay, and I'm not sure if you are you, if you're familiar with his bit um where a teacher got his house trashed yeah of course it's 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 called the thing that you can't replace because the, the, uh, the some kid would go around stealing family photos from yeah houses. so i had that teacher my sophomore year when Mulaney was a senior and i was in class the day after that party happened or the week the monday after that party happened and i swear to god i remember this like it happened yesterday so when the kid, when his son had the party, he, he made his son tell him the name of every single person who was at the party. And he had a list. And <laughs> two of the people who were at the party sat in front of me in, in class. So I remember he walks into class and he's just got this like death stare on his face. And he walks up to the two people, like taps on their desk and he goes, I know. And, and like the 90% of the class wasn't there. So they had no idea what's going on. And then it had only been, you know, a couple days later that we heard about this party. And it is 100% true. They did break his pool table in half. They did take a shit in his computer. And the thing that Malini doesn't mention, which I think is the funniest, is they stole all his underwear. (laughs) Why? Why? (laughs) I mean, why not, though? I mean. It's so good. It's so good. If you think about it, it's brilliant. Like, that, that, so yeah, I can attest that that story is 100% true. But the the best thing, what we didn't steal pictures when we went to parties in in high school. What we did is, I think, even worse. We would steal the remote control from people's houses. Oh my god! There you go. Because oh, <laughs> they that, they look and they like, oh, it's in the couch. It's not in the couch. Oh, it's under the couch. It's not on the couch. It's on this table. I, it's not. On. <laughs> I mean, could I mean think about how mad you get if you can't find the remote for like three minutes and then how relieved you are when you find it like to like <laughs> <laughs> just just con like you literally ruined probably 45 to an hour 45 minutes to an hour of these people's lives guaranteed at the oh, law I, I, I bet that we caused some divorces like <laughs> uh, I told you to put the remote here. No, you did. I hate you. We're getting divorced. Okay, I'm cheating on you. Ah! <laughs> Holy shit! And, That's and absolutely amazing. One party, we actually took one shoe from every person that was in the front of the house and threw them on a roof somewhere. So, God, <laughs> that had to. Have, man, we were terrible. We were terrible human beings. <laughs> <laughs> just Legend. another, just another delinquent from Bridgeport. Yep. Right, Sammy. Oh, so I, I got I got to ask, you know, obviously being a, a Bridgeport resident growing up, you grew up a Sox fan, basically probably by default. Mm-hmm. But do you have 
any other reasons why you decided to stick out your White Sox fandom even throughout the shitty years? Um, you know, for people in Bridgeport, it's it's it, it, like you said. You know, it's, it's not just a choice, but it's like it's embedded into the the fabric of the neighborhood. I mean, that neighborhood. You know, who knows if it would you know be as nice as it is today if the Sox weren't there. I mean, you know, Bridgeport doesn't have all the amenities of, you know, like Wicker Park and places like that. But, you know, the property is just as expensive as it is anywhere in the city. Um, and, you know, it, they're, it, it, it's like they're just like a tenant in the neighborhood. It's, it's technically true because, you know, Jerry Reinsdorf only pays like 35 bucks of rent per year to, to use the stadium. <laughs> right. But it, it's like it's, you know, you're born into it and. And there are a couple of people who are, you know, contrarians who, who root for the Cubs, but, you know, they're assholes. Absolutely. Now, I, I, I got to ask real quick, other than the 2005 World Series, which um, obviously is probably the crowning jewel moment of, of your lifetime, of our lifetime for the White Sox, what has been your favorite moment for the Sox outside of that? So, uh I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little emotional. I'm gonna say this last season. Mm. For sure. And not because they made the playoffs. It was because that's when I started hanging out with you fuckers. And, and <laughs> so I mean, think about it, Steve O. How many times did I just come to a game last year just by myself to meet up with you guys? Hell like, yeah. I, I had never done that in my life before. Like, you know, 30 years ago into that ballpark with all my friends, it was always I was, you know, with my friend or someone else, and then you know, I met you guys, you know, about a year and a half ago and then went to about 20 games, you know, just hanging out with you guys in one away. And it was the most fun I had in a season going to Sox games. And I think that just shows, you know, this the White Sox Twitter community, how awesome it is, how, you know, great the 108 uh, guys have done, you know, to build a community. And I, I mean, it, it's it's not even close. It's, you know, besides the World Series, that's what I would say is, you know, the best, my favorite part about my Sox fandom. Hell yeah, man. That's, I mean, that's fucking brilliant. And with the winning baseball to boot, right? Like that amplifies all of it times 10. But what I'm really excited about is like, you know, when this time inevitably passes and the Sox, you know, start going downhill again, wow, we're literally, the baseball just got reinstated and I'm going down this rabbit hole. But it's hard not to as a Sox fan. So yeah, it's like inevitably we'll be bad again. <laughs> well, but, that's well, that's funny. More camaraderie, camaraderie going into that. Come well, next it's time. funny because because our guy at that baseball fan carry on Twitter, um, it, it, here in the comment section said you thought you Sammy Davis Jr. thought the Sox were going to lose every game last year. You're kind of known as being a little bit of a pessimist. Yeah, um, when it comes and, to and the I, and I stand by this, and you know I. <laughs> Look at all. I mean, think like like you mentioned. Like so, you know, I've been a Sox fan my entire life. You know, thirty five years of being a Sox fan. We've had one, you know, crowning moment in those thirty five years, and you guys remember two thousand five. We had every single thing go our way that year. I mean, up to and including Grady Sizemore losing a ball in the fucking sun that made us win the division. Yep. <laughs> I mean, the playoffs were just a fucking steamroll. And it's like, I felt like we used up 200 years worth of good luck, like in that season. But it's like, other than that, they've always let me down. And like, that's what I automatically default to. And it's like, and I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but it's like, 
the Sox, you know, consistently do the same. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's like this for other teams because you know we we primarily watch the Sox, but it's like. Oh, the Sox get a, a runner on third with less than two outs. And I, I'm automatically like, ain't no way we're getting this fucking run in. Or <laughs> we, we've got a four-run lead in the eighth inning. I'm like, we're going to fucking blow this. Like, it's almost like watching these games, you've seen this play out like 100 times before. The, the thing I compare it to is remember um, uh, the opening night of the NFL season when the Bears played the Packers and we got Khalil Mack for the first time. Absolutely. And, Jumped and off they, a huge first half lead. Huge first half, and I got like 10 text messages during the halftime that said, you know, there's no way in hell we win this game. And I'm like, yep, because we, we've seen this before. Like, it's the at the end of the day, they're still the Bears. And at the end of the day, it's like I feel like they're still the White Sox. Mm-hmm. And you know, until I'm proven otherwise, and again, that pretty much hasn't happened in the past 17 years now, I, I just automatically have to default and be pessimistic. But it also, if you're a, a everlong pessimist, you know, when something good does happen, you can act surprised and be happy about it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, it's, it, you know, it's setting the bar low so that when exactly. they actually reach your reach their goals and, and achieve beyond what you think they were capable of doing, it's just so much more rewarding, right? And, Get and, up and I'm, let down. And, and I'm sure Tommy could tell you, it's kind of like marriage. So here's a little piece of advice. <laughs> here's my number one advice for, for marriage. Always assume you are in trouble. Because when you're not, it's like fucking Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, Tommy? It's not, it's not bad. It's not. Yeah. That is that is a way to go about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, back to and and I hate to switch it back to the White Sox, but it, here we are, White Sox baseball podcast, right, Tommy? Indeed, um, indeed, we are. So it, with that false, I, it's not even false hope in the White Sox. It's it's making sure you don't get your hopes up in the White Sox. Yep. What are some things that they could do this? Is there anything they could do this offseason that would raise your hopes a little bit for next year? I I mean, what we saw, you know, come out in the um, negotiations was, you know, the owners are making money. I, I and We saw how much the owners are worth. And you can't tell me that you're not you're not getting a profit out of this. I mean, we saw that some of these, you know, poverty franchises like, you know, the Pirates, the the Guardians. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is it um, weird to say? Yeah, it, it, it's so it's so great to say because we, we get to throw that in their face forever. The rollerblading team. Yeah, the, these these teams are owned by billionaires. I mean, there is no one in who owns a team who doesn't have, you know, less than six hundred, seven hundred million dollars. And. I don't want to hear the bullshit about, you know, they can't get fans in the stadium because whatever you put in that stadium is a boon to what you get from the TV money. That's where all the money is from. And and yep. we know this, like, even though they won't open their books, we know this. And then we saw with Atlanta, who is, you know, partially owned by a corporation who has to report some of that, that they were making $3 million a game. And, and that was what net. I mean, the, right. that's, 200 I, I don't know if that would be next that would be ridiculous but that's that's 240 million yep. for, for home games 80 home games on 80 80 times three yes that is 240 million so you can't tell me that these guys that there's no reason yep. why every and and that's why i wanted to see a salary floor put in there is no reason why every team should not have a hundred million dollar payroll and that's what pisses me off about the white Sox is because we are in this window of contention where we've got guys like Luis Robert, Haloy Jimenez, and Yoan Mancada, and Michael Kopech. And these guys are just going to get older 
or and we're going to lose them because you know we're not resigning these guys after these deals. And I mean, if if we spent fifty million more for this season, that would put us, you know, the is being above any team in the league. You know, to get a right fielder, to get a second baseman, you know, to get a DH for the first time since Jim Tomey. You know, those things would put us over the top. And who knows what's going to – I mean, Jerry, I, I just think he's he wants to die with all his money. And it, it, I just don't understand how you, you can't do $50 million more this year, to, to, you know, to get us those pieces that would put us over the top. You know, and what what pieces do we have to trade, really? I mean, it would have to be good pieces because the system is barren right now. I, I know they're not going to do anything with Colt Montgomery. And they, I don't besides think that, like, who's in the minors? Like, Alec Hansen is dead. Um, <laughs> well, he retired. He officially he retired. retired. Yeah. So maybe not dead, but definitely not playing baseball. <laughs> By the way, me and me and my buddy uh, passed away. What we would do is just randomly, we, we would send each other a picture of Alec Hansen pitching because he would be like, ah! So we would just send them back and forth randomly, like for 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 years. <laughs> yes, he he had like the the like like tennis player type oh, yeah. of vibes, you know, like yelling after every pitch he threw. And yeah, absolutely, I got to see him throw once in Birmingham, and he couldn't find the strike zone. Oh, it was no. absolutely horrendous. Um, and, and he gave up like six watching, runs in the first. <laughs> for those of you watching, if if you've never done it, do a Google image search of Alec Hansen, and every pitch is just his mouth like. Like there was a carjack in it, like opening it up and he was screaming. <laughs> it's amazing. So you're saying the White Sox would have to spend fifty million for you to get for just this season. Okay. Just fifty million more on the books just this season to get you a little bit more hopeful. And it and it's a a little bit more hopeful because again, at the end of the day, they're still the White Sox. But it's like I mean, how how much do you think Conforto would would command oh geez about 20 million a year yeah about 20 million a year so so th there's your right fielder you know how much would i mean I, i'm not even sure what's left out there for a second baseman it's but not and i mean or you know what if you wanted to go after you know matt chapman or matt olson like mm. you know give those guys some money or you know to you know and again i and but this is where they fucked up you know there were these free agents out there that could have pushed us you know, over that proverbial line, and they just they just sat back and did nothing. So you know, I, even I even better, they signed Lauri Legend, baby, and through a press conference. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> he, he's he he's the puppy that pisses on the rug. Am I right? I mean, <laughs> he he will he will have stretches where he's batting one sixty and you know boots ground balls. And then he'll hit a game-winning home run. And then we'll forget about it for a week. And then during that week, he's making like four more errors and, you know, just mental lapses, misplaying fly balls. Um, so, uh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's the one thing. We remember Leary Legend for game three and that absolute tank he hit to center field. And then we forget mm -hmm. about that mishap he had in right field. Was that game two? I want to say that was so game bad. two. Yep. Yeah, it was game two. So where so he misjudged bad. that liner that should right. have been basically a routine play, just like kind of on a, on on a jog, get the ball. But wild, absolutely wild with him. Uh, wild card, most definitely. Speaking of wild card, what do you think about the playoff system now? So uh, how, how exactly are we doing this? Have they said exactly what it's going to be besides other than it's 12 teams? 
12, 12 teams. teams and the first two uh, uh, yeah. uh, seeds, seeds one and two, get a bye. Yeah. So, I mean, but – and I, I hate to keep beating the dead horse, but I think just that goes back to what we did or did not do. I mean, obviously, we, we you want to be in a buy situation. There's there's no one who does not want to buy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not only does it increase your chances exponentially, but it allows you to get healthy. I mean, think about that. I mean, it's a grind. We all know it's a grind. And if you get the, those extra three, four days and your bullpen is the healthiest bullpen, the most rested bullpen going in the playoffs, those are the teams that that win, hands down. Healthiest and best bullpen has won the past 10 years. Am I right? And sure seems like it. So, I mean, and again, I, I think anything other than, you know, a one or two seed is, you know, kind of a little bit of a letdown. And, you know, <laughs> what what I think our issue also is, is we play down to our division. Yep. And that's what cost us last year. I mean, Steve, you remember we were talking about this in the chat all the time. Yes, there is a, there is a chat. Sorry, so I will echo your. <laughs> it does exist. I wasn't making shit up on Thursday. So you know, pe- people kept saying, "No, oh, don't worry, they'll turn it on." As soon as the playoffs come, they'll turn it on, and it's not like that. No, I mean, you, you've got to. I mean, th- think about last year. Did we have a stretch last year where we won? You know, went on a heater and won like you know six or seven games. I I, I can't remember us doing that. And especially in the second half where we paid 500 baseball and, you know, the, the teams that go far in the playoffs, you know, they have, you know, sustained runs of playing good baseball, especially in the second half. And you know, we just didn't do that. So yeah, there are stretches, and, the, the stretches of all those winning games that the White Sox had where they were stringing together six plus were against bad teams. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and, then, and it was the first half of the season, right? First half of the season when they were healthier. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's my biggest worry for the White Sox. It, if they don't stay healthy, they're fucked. Um, and, and look at last year when Yaz wasn't in the lineup, when Luis wasn't in the lineup, they were not as prolific of a team, especially offensively. They need those bats, especially if they're not going to go out and sign a Michael Conforto, who I'm still hanging my hat on and hoping the White Sox go and get. It's probably um, bad. I mean, they just, uh, I'm ignoring you and your anti-confortonist, Tommy. <laughs> if it were up to Tommy, Leary Legend would be playing all nine positions. So. That's not true. Well, he would, but not every day. He would be doing it on spot starts here and there, just saying. So, so as we sit here today, do you think Lurie starts at second base opening day? Absolutely. I don't, I, guaranteed, but I don't think that's intelligent. <laughs> like That's not a good mm. thing. That is a thing that's going to happen. Well, what are your guys' thoughts? You know, it, it had been pushed around. Like, it, it, say they do trading it like a Matt Chapman and, you know, threw him at third. How do you feel about Moncada going back to second? Is that something? Hate it. Absolutely he a, hate it. He, had a, he was bad there, like full stop. He, he mm-hmm. did not do a good job at that position. So that would be an ideal. And I think, like, everybody talks about how your play in the field affects your play with a bat in your hand too. It just bleeds over. So if you, if you take him and you put him in a position that he's not comfortable in, how much is that going to affect his already diminished power? Like don't, right. don't want to test it. And the don't diminished to. power isn't from him playing better third base. It's from the injuries that he got mm-hmm. in 2019 mm-hmm. that are still playing in, and, and the long COVID in 2020 mm-hmm. that are playing an effect in the, in the way he swings the bat, the power he has and, and what he brings to the plate. 
his defense is damn near elite level. Yeah. At third base. Yeah. Why would you move that? He's the best third baseman that this organization has seen since, I don't know, Robin Martin? Ventura. Martian is, is what you said, right? Martian. Mark Tian, really, yes, that's Mark Tian. Do you remember you Mark Tian, Tommy? <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, Fields, come on. I mean, honestly, when all said and done, Mankata's going to be the uh, the best third baseman this organization's ever seen by the time he retires, in probably. my opinion. Yeah, um, but so that, I, I don't that, know why you would trade for a guy who has maybe a little bit better glove and and a spotty bat. Um, I mean, Matt Chapman has power. But it it's just power. That's it. I mean, I'm going to raise my chin as well, uh, like Tommy did to you. Uh, I, I would take a match. I would say is the best defensive third baseman, maybe outside of Arenado. Yes. And it, it, isn't he, is he left-handed? I actually don't. He's right-handed. He's right-handed power bat. Okay. I was I, more I, so commenting. I mean, he's, he's a great defender. Arguably one of the best. Him and Arenado, for sure, are 1A and 1B. But you um, don't think that he's a good presence at the plate. I think he's a good presence at the plate, but I still think Moncada, when healthy, is just as good, if not better. Um, when you really break it down and you look at what Moncada can do to get on base, Chapman doesn't really look to get on base. He looks to slug. But also um, think about taking him out of that cavernous ballpark. Like That's true. That would be pretty that, good for him. Two shitty years in a row. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a, it's a hitter's ballpark still, though. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the the Coliseum. Scott Coliseum is garbo. Yeah. Oh shit. No offense, uh, Oakland. <laughs> well, Tom, do you want to? This is good. Right into Oakland here. You want to talk about your your little bit here that you've got for our guy Sammy Davis? Uh the CBT talk. No. Oh, 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 yes, yes. This is actually, this is a good segue that I just ruined. But <laughs> I I want to talk through like each of these different scenarios that everybody was floating out for the playoffs, right? We opted like, or not we, the Players Association accepted the offer to do 12 teams. However, I was thinking as all this was going about, what if we just got rid of the playoffs and started eliminating teams from the major from major league baseball at the end of every season and that's like what we decide so if you play well enough you stay otherwise you're out and in that theme i wanted to go around for each of the divisions and talk amongst ourselves who would we love to see eliminated this is from the most whack MLB. shit i've ever heard in my life but here why we go. not why not okay so we'll we'll take it from each like we'll go through each of the divisions and for each of us, we'll decide, okay, so which team are we willing to see get out of here uh, from that division and so on and so forth. So uh, let's start with our most, well, we'll go with AL Central last so we don't, so we can build to it, build to that. But AL East, we've got the Orioles, Red Sox, Yanks, Rays, Blue Jays, Steve, I want you to start. Who who among these teams are you willing to let like disappear into the ether, never to be seen again? So once again, to clarify, I'm not answering this from a this team sucks perspective. I'm answering this from a I don't like this team perspective. Sounds good. Okay. 
It's the Tampa Bay Rays. I cannot stand wow. the Tampa Bay Rays, okay? The Tampa Bay Devil Rays, first and foremost. Then they change back to the Tampa Bay Rays. Like, why did they have to get rid of the Devil part? Like, that was actually kind of cool. Look, and they then, got so much better. Their their record is, like, astronomically better when they first got and rid foremost, of the, they, they spend the no money, and they are that good. And that just pisses me off as a fan, okay? <laughs> They're a team that needs a salary floor in, in, embedded in in right away like oh and, and they always know like the exact time when to trade someone yes that is that is the like fact the chris archer trade chris has archer. to be one of the biggest fleeces i've ever seen of all time in now, every major sport yes in absolutely. addition to that the tampa bay rays don't even play in tampa they play 45 minutes outside of tampa it's worse than the new england patriots they play in freaking St. <laughs> Petersburg, I think. They play, like, yeah. way on the other end. So, like, literally in rush hour traffic there, which is not Chicago rush hour traffic, obviously. But it takes 45 minutes to get from one end to the other uh, I, I, and to where their city center is to where they actually play. That is stupid. Also, the trop, <laughs> I've heard, is an awful ballpark. Like, yeah. just a... Not a great game to go, not a great place to go and experience a game. So I am chopping off the Tampa Rays. I love it. I love the hatred that you have, and mostly because you're salty. I love all of that. Now, <laughs> Sammy, what about you? Out of the AL East, who's gone? I, I, I'm going to go, you know, it, it may sound like low-hanging fruit, but I'm going with the Yankees. And, <laughs> and I will give you a very specific reason. Um, it is because their fans are the worst goddamn people on the planet. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like people complain about Red Sox fans, but you know what? Red Sox fans are knowledgeable. They know their stuff. Yankees fans, if you've ever interacted with a Yankee fan, either in real life or on Twitter, what's the one thing here? 27 championships. Yeah. Huh? 27 championships. I'm like, yeah, you, you, you weren't even a figment in your father's eye during, during 25 of those. Like, yeah. They won everything between like 1900 and like 1960. And, you know, the, the, they had the early 90s success. But again, all those people who are saying this shit, they weren't alive during that. They, they've maybe seen one in their lives. So, mm -hmm. yeah, fuck that, that, that A Rod, Jeter, yeah. 09 team, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that was it. So, I'm, I'm getting rid of the Yankees that, that fake cookie cutter ballpark that they built. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that short I, porch. If there is one, like, oh, I, I, thank you for, for reminding me of that. Yeah. That it's it's a little league stadium. Yes, it like, is. The, the only reason like, Brett Gardner still has a career is because of that stadium. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, that I I'm very very happy you took that, so I didn't have to. Okay. Um, yeah, because the the Orioles got to go, guys. Like, let's no. be honest, the Orioles, the Orioles have got to go. Camden Yards can stay, but the Orioles got to go. Like the the team's so bad, it's act it's legitimately embarrassing. Like when you go and play the Orioles, it's just disappointing if you lose to that AAA ball club. Like there's nothing, nobody's excited when the Orioles come to town. Nobody's ha nobody's buying tickets to come. Oh, the Orioles are coming in. Nobody nobody gives a shit. That like if there's a team that can go, it's that team. Like you get it. It's true. It's just true. I'm telling I, you what, if they can get Correa. And build yeah. around him with what they've already got. I'm telling you, man, don't sleep the on the Orioles. Orioles. Don't no. sleep. Yes, we're gonna sleep on the Orioles. No, 
It's it's never going to happen, Steve. They're literally never going to be good. I will say there's talks about um, you know, redoing scheduling for ne- I think it's next year they're going to implement it where there's going to be a lot less games against your division and they're going to open it up so that you play every team in the MLB every year. Every MLB team plays every MLB team. And that's that's going to be good for the Orioles because they're not going to have to play, you know, the, the Yankees 19 times, the Red Sox 19 times, the Rays 19 times, and the and the Blue Jays 19 times. They'll play, like, everybody. Hypothetically, that's better for them. But no, Steve, the, just you're you're joking yourself if you think that's going to be that's going to be a good thing for them in the long run. I'm not going to try and convince you to I'm blue in the face. So go on to the next one. A.L. <laughs> West. We got Astros, we got Angels, we got A's, we got Mariners, we got Rangers. Who's got to go? Sammy, I'm starting with you this time. I, I, it's, it's so easy. Can we just all agree it's the Astros and they can go fuck themselves until <laughs> infinity? I mean, this, this is, this, this is too easy. I mean, it's especially, I mean, it's, we know. It, it, it's like when, when you look at someone you hate and you give them that look and, and, and they know. Like, the, the, that's what it is. Oh God! Just just thinking about them just gets me so fucking aggravated. Ugh. dude. I second. Um, wow, just second. That's it. That's all. You, I, no, I I think that it's good to have a villain in baseball. Like it's good to have somebody that everybody wants to like. That's something that's going to sell tickets. Astros that's come to the town. Yankees you're like, are for. Fuck that's what the Yankees are for. Yeah, but like the evil empire, like like what Sammy was saying before. It's like you hate the Yankees not because of the Yankees. You hate the Yankees because of the fans. You hate the Astros because the Astros, because they're the fucking yep, Astros. Yep. Fuck those guys. Yeah, like fuck, like seriously. So it's totally different. Don't give me that. We need that evil empire, but from down south. I I don't want to see the Astros go anywhere. Honestly, honestly, what I want to see out of baseball is the Angels. Anaheim Angels of An the Angels, California Angels of Anaheim, whatever the hell it was. Like, L.A. Angels of Anaheim. Whatever, whatever they can, they can go disappear into oblivion because this like they, they spend so much money and they're so bad every year and that they're just holding on to two of the best players in major league baseball and letting them, letting their careers die like at that shit organization. It's, it's a, it's literally a travesty. They, they, they do not understand that pitching is a hefty portion of playing a baseball yes. game. Like correct. And even their best, even the best pitcher they got is also a batter. It's like it's like they really don't they like valued it in quotes. They're like, yeah, we value pitching, but he also hits bombs. So no, I, I could see like the Angels not existing anymore would absolutely be better for the league because that would distribute the top end of the talent to teams that actually could use it. So there's that. Go ahead. Next one. We got the NL Central. All right. So, I mean, Cubs, Reds, Brewers, Pirates, Cards. So where are we at on this on this spectrum, guys? There's a, I feel like there's a lot of teams that I'd get rid of. I'm not going to Speaking lie. of bad fans, <laughs> St. Louis Cardinal fans are yes. actually like scum of the earth. Yes. Um, from all the experiences that I've heard and seen. Um, online, in person, mm-hmm. and so on. I'm the White Sox Cubs thing. I never, I always have a hard time wrapping my head around it being a rivalry. But I, I don't know. It's it's fun to talk shit with Cubs fans. A lot of my friends are Cubs fans. Mm-hmm. 
it's hard for me to wipe the Cubs off the map. I'm going to get rid of the St. Louis Cardinals. All right. I I love that. And I think I'm like in the same boat. Like their fans are total trash. They're, they're just not kind. None of them are kind. I haven't had a good interaction. I mean, most of them are from like, you know, downstate Missouri too. So <laughs> that'll do it. That'll do it. Okay. Sammy, where are you at on this? Pirates. It's got to be the pirates. I mean, how, how many times can you screw up on a trade? How many times can you draft high and not develop? How many times can you just not spend and you know the, the league minimum of money? It's it, the, the, they're just absolutely not trying. I mean, I, I just it, it's they're in the conversation of like you talked about of actual like relegation. Like it, the, the, they are the yeah, reason yeah. we need a salary cap floor. You know, it's it's like imagine you know for the past you know however many years being a fan of that team and just knowing that nothing is going to happen. And not only is nothing going to happen that you're not going to draft well, you're not going to develop, you're not going to have. I mean, do they even have a minor good minor league system? So no, well, not really. <laughs> I I. Absolutely. The, the problem is, like, I agree very full-throated with both of your guys' picks here. Full-throated? Yeah, full-throated support. That's like a thing. Um, I probably shouldn't have said it. Is that I, a thing? I, I think uh, full-throated is more of a, uh, a sexual reference than, than anything else. <laughs> Thank so. you, Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I have my um, undying support for both of those <laughs> uh, opinions. I, I'd get rid of both of the teams if we could. The Pirates and the Cardinals both can go. But the problem is those stadiums, both of those stadiums are pretty freaking nice. Yeah. PNC is beautiful. PNC is really nice. Bush Stadium. I mean, the people who go there, not great. But I've never been. I've only seen it from the outside, from the highway. So yeah, no, it's nice. It's it's real nice. Okay, NL East. We've got Braves. We've got Miami Marlins, Mets, Phillies, Nats. Have at it, Stevo. Where you got? It's easy, Miami. <laughs> okay. Oh, First off, oh god. They've like, I don't know what they're doing with their ballpark. Okay. They built a new one and, and then it fucked it up. It, it yep. doesn't look great. And then on top of that, you've got this whole like Jeter scandal right mm -hmm. now. Like the whole trade away all these players, try to bring in some young talent. The young talent is underperforming. You hung your hat on Lewis Brinson being the truth and he's oh, not. Super not. Super um, not. And. <laughs> Then, you know, you, absolutely. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, now you've got ownership that's running away from their problems. Um, Miami is a complete mess of an organization. They've gotten lucky with two World Series championships. I still can't believe that they've won two World Series in my lifetime. That's I can't wrap my mind around that. It, that's annoying in, as hell in and of itself, especially with how little it looks like they try. They don't have any significant, their most significant player in their organization history was better in another uniform. <laughs> Miguel Cabrera. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I got to say. Damn. Okay. Well, that's pretty savage. Uh, Sammy, where are you at on it? You know, uh, a, a, two, a year or two ago, I, I would have never said this. 
because I feel like the Mets are a kindred spirit for us. Because yes, they are. They are the second team in a big city, and they just have everything that collapse around them. The, the, I, 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 I feel for my friends who are Mets fans because like they, they go through the same stuff that we do. Then they got bought by Steve Cohen. And <laughs> one, that guy should be in jail. Uh, he is. I, I don't want to go on a rant. He is the reason why people are able to, why rich people are able to get away with massive crimes. If you can pay it back, you don't go to jail. So one, their owner should be in jail, and two, he's got so much money and he spends it. It makes me jealous that we don't have an owner who will <laughs> spend his own goddamn money. So when when I when I see Steve Cohen tweeting, he's like, "Hey, who should I sign this week?" Like, could could you imagine like anyone in the Sox organization ever doing that? No. And I think you know because he owns the Mets and because you know he's such a dick, he he's gonna want to try to outspend so many other teams. You know, and it, it makes me jealous. So I I went from commiserating with with Mets fans to being jealous of them. So get rid of the Mets. Fuck the Mets. Fuck Steve Cohen. Um, yeah, fuck Queens. Queens sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes me happier than that whole rant. What about I, LaGuardia, man? LaGuardia. Oh my, what up? Well, actually, they've redone LaGuardia. It's actually pretty nice now, which I, I never thought I'd say in my lifetime. There you go. Even Midway's okay. Um, I love Midway. I love oh, Midway. Shit on Midway. I'm sorry. It's just far from me. It's, Midway has a big and littles in there, so you can get that ahi tuna taco in, in, anytime you Ooh, want. Yeah, high key, high key. That's pretty see, good. See, the thing is with with Tommy here, he thinks that anything west of Cicero and anything south of Division is just the edge of the universe and just no. does not exist. Come on, Tommy don't, lives in this pocket of the northwest side, northwest suburbs. <laughs> Come on, you have to at least expand that boundary. Like, I, I, I can't go past Forest Park because I know that's the edge of the world. Like, like, give me at least that far west, and I'll, I'll go down to like ninety fifth, like where, where the red line ends. I, like, <laughs> I'll, but past that, I just, I don't, I don't know anything that exists. It, it's not, it's not that I don't think that there's good things out there. It's just that I, my ignorance. It, like I, I don't know anything past that. That's it. That's all that there is. Um, but back to the topic at hand. If if I had to get rid of somebody, I would have gotten rid of the Mets. But we already talked it over, and I agree with everything Sammy said. Um, I'm getting rid of the Braves because is, is it the chop? It's, it's the, the chop. chop. It's the yeah. chop. Are you kidding me with that? Like, what is this? The 1970s? Like, sorry, Sammy. I the, 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 the 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 wrong with the swinging 70s, baby. <laughs> no, I. It's just there. The, the amount of it's 2022, and we're yeah. still doing the chop. Yeah, it, it, like let's let's get real. And and no, the Braves. Like your name has got to go too. Just like and I and I'm not one of the people from Chicago that's like, oh, the the Cleveland baseball club's got to change their name. The Washington football team's got to change their name. But the Blackhawks can stay. No, I, I think the Blackhawks got to change their name too. And it's it's. I'm sick of it. And th this is beating a dead horse, so I'm not going to go any further on it. But Braves, got to go. Sorry, Atlanta. And, and just to echo your point, I, I, I want to par paraphrase uh, Chris Rock. Haven't we done enough to the Native Americans? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yep. 
he said, <laughs> when's the last time you've seen two Native American people standing together? Like, yep. that, that, that's how bad we screwed them over for, yep. oh, I don't know, three, four hundred years. Yeah. So let's, yep. not, let, let's not make fun of them with our sports teams, okay? That's yeah. the least we could do. The, the least. The, the least. absolute least. God damn it. Okay, so NL West, we've got it down to our second to last year. We got the D-backs, the Rockies, Dodgers, Padres, Giants. Where are we at? I'm going to go Rockies. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go Rockies because imagine if we, if the White Sox ballpark was in, was to an extent where we said no pitcher is ever going to want to sign here ever. Yes. I mean, that that would that would be crippling, you know, not just as a fan, but to an organization. And like no matter everything that they've tried, you know, the humidors and everything, it just it pitchers go to die there, mm-hmm. batters when they go there, their numbers get inflated and they aren't as good. I, I'm gonna mm-hmm. bring up someone brought up a cover. Everyone thought Carlos Gonzalez was gonna be the you know, the next big thing. Absolutely. <laughs> what happened with him? Um, I mean Arenado's Arenado, so you know, obviously he was going to do fine, but it's like pitchers will never succeed there, and hitters over succeed there, and mm-hmm. then can never uh, adapt afterwards. So I, I'm getting rid of that. I'm, I'm bulldozing the stadium, putting a couple more breweries there, and then <laughs> moving it to a, a lower point of altitude in, in in the Colorado area. Yeah, I like that. There's got to be something like. Uh, more east that'll be that'll work better for Colorado, like because it's it's un it's unreal, it's unreal. Yeah, Steve, well, where are you at on this list? I mean, it's an easy oh. choice, Tom. Just to piss you off, it's the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> I knew um, it. I knew it. <laughs> your your first favorite ball club, San Francisco Giants. It's not. Um, first off, I, I, there is so much history behind the san francisco giants that old fans like to hang their hat on you know the old willie mays mccovey uh all all this bullshit rah rah you're 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 anti willie mays yeah that's Um, a strong stance (laughs) no i'm kidding honestly here's the deal my big point is that you know our guy again carrie came into the chat here and said would like to point out that carlos rodon is not on the socks anymore what a jack. Um, I am not pumped I about just it. Don't I'm a little upset. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're stealing Rodon from us, you know, yeah, and that's, that's a reason to be pissed off in and of itself right now, um, uh, in my opinion. Uh, and, and here's the thing. I didn't want to pay. I didn't want to yeah. pay him 22 mil. So I'm 20, glad yeah. that he got his payday somewhere else. Um, but I can't I actually. Yeah, I, I, I hate to agree with uh, penals, but we couldn't, you know, offer him some shitty fucking qualifying offer. To get a right. release of the draft pick out of it. I mean, right. these these no, are right. these are like basic functions of, of of a team that you know the White Sox should be doing. And it just it just goes to my point of always being pessimistic and always thinking about just expect the worst. Like I mean, but but again, you are right. Twenty two million. I mean, th- th- yes, I I loved Carlos Rodon as a person and as a player. Um, he he was a bulldog. I mean, the, the, he wore his heart on his sleeve. And I remember when he when he when he first started with the Sox, he had a lot of what Dylan Cease had, where if he walked a guy, 
or if there was an error in the field or you mm-hmm. know, hit, it would get to him. Mm-hmm. And to see the way that he progressed mentally over the past two, three years, I think, I hope that, you know, Cease noticed that. And, you know, that'll be, I mean, Giolito, Giolito yep. was the same way and he got past it. So, um, you know, I need to see Cease do that. But, you know, Rodon, I, I will never say a bad word about him. But again, $22 million for a guy who had dead arm in July. It's just. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Totally fair. Yeah, I uh, I'm not going to be in the same boat where I like if if we at least extended the qualifying offer, he might have taken it. We might have him on the team for another year. That would be the absolute best scenario. And alternatively, you yeah. know, Steve, like as soon as that came out that we didn't offer the qualifying offer, Steve was like, no, his, his medicals are probably shit. It's like, OK, but they're probably not great. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to beat a dead horse with Rodon. Um but, but you want I mean, the Giants gone is, is what you're here's saying. The, well, no. I, and I'll wrap right, rope it back to that. out after one year. So, you, I mean, the, the medical can't be that great. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a player opt-out. Oh, I thought it was a team opt-out. Pretty sure it's player. Pretty sure. What are you I, talking I, about? The I qualifying offer? No, 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 no. There's a there's a the two-year deal that Rodon signed. Yes. Is a one-year and an option. Oh, it didn't even really sure. I'm pretty sure it's a player option, but I'm definitely going to research this. And if I am right, I'm just going to like tweet at you for like the next please. six hours. And absolutely. <laughs> should. You absolutely should time me on your, the, on while well, it is your podcast. So I guess that's fair. No, yeah, it's, no, but drag my name through the mud. If I'm wrong on that, please. Yes. Oh, I, I will. And the, 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 there will be photoshops as well. You, you don't know what you've got yourself into. <laughs> There's gonna wonderful. Be, there's going to be penises and King Mac flashlights. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That's, that's too bad. No, no. And, and to be honest with you, back to Rodon, just really, really quick. Um, I, I, if they don't spend, if the White Sox don't spend the money, if they don't spend that 18.4 million, I'm going to be upset that they didn't give Rodon the qualifying offer. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to come down to for me. I think that 18.4 can be spent on another pitcher, and I'm going to feel a little bit better about it. But <laughs> if it doesn't get spent at all, there's going to be Jerry, fuck Jerry Reinsdorf tweets left and right. Oh, yeah. Um, but honestly, my team wouldn't even be, to be honest, reeling it back to our conversation about teams off for the NL West, we would wipe off the map. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be the Giants. I, I love that ballpark. Thank you. Um, they're not, they're not the worst organization. I think I'm going to go with Arizona. Um, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to go with Arizona because first off who needs a fucking swimming pool in, in their baseball stadium. <laughs> um, that's so ridiculous. We have a shower um, on top of that. It's, it's so fucking hot there that it's just unbearable to play during the summer. Um, and then on top of that, it's just like not a team that or a city area that should have a team playing baseball in it during the summer mm-hmm. that's what it comes they've got down spring to. training already what what like there you go there you go you get half the teams you you know for a whole month um and then uh also they're just shitty franchise once Same, again yeah what luck a lucky world series win that technically they shouldn't have gotten but luis gonzalez muscled off a of mariano rivera cutter by the way that pitch that mo gave him it should have been a pot fly, but it the infield was playing. It, it should have broke both of his hands is, is what, what it should have done. Exactly. <laughs> a thousand percent. So not getting Tony Womack his due for getting on base and, and starting that. Facts. That's Womack. right. Tony Womack. What a throwback name. I, I love that. I won a World Series. That last name is garbage. Remember that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So if if we're going through NL West, you know who I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm a, I'm my second team is the Giants. So Dodgers got to go. Those fans are those fans are too much. Those players are too much. I mean, any team that's gonna go out and sign he who must not be named uh, for 27 mil, they 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 don't need to be an organization anymore. So that's that. That's all I got to say about it. We got the last, but definitely not least. AL Central. They are the least, though. Let's be real. The AL Central is fucking terrible. It's it's bad. It's real bad. Um, we should like ship if we were to delete all those teams. There should be a reorganization where the AL Central gets some better teams. But we've got the White Sox, Cleveland Baseball Club, Tigers, and Royals. Who are we getting rid of, boys? Sammy, you get to go first on this one. If 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 I may, I would actually like to go last on this one because I, I I'm interested with what you guys have to say. <laughs> yes, I'll fuck, I'll fucking go first. I, I hate, hate the, the twins. twins. I hate the twins so much. Um, and and it's because first off, if you can think of and a lot of this is coming down to ballparks, but if you can think of like a vanilla ballpark, Target Field. It's Target Field. Target yeah. Field is a very vanilla ballpark. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's fine. You can catch a game there, but it's there's nothing unique to it. On top of that, Minnesota growing up was the one team that was always the pain in the fucking side for the White Sox. You can bring it back to the early 2000s when that pitching staff in 02 and 03 was just way too good for the White Sox to keep up with. Mm-hmm. You can kick it to 06 where the Twins stole the wild card from the White Sox because of the fucking awful Metrodome. At least they fucking replaced the Metrodome where the White Sox couldn't win a fucking game because of the stupid AstroTurf there and the ball's just bouncing left and right against them. And, 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 the, and the, the garbage bag in, in center field. Absolutely. Yeah, fucking stupid. awful. And that's the thing. It's like you had to hit the ball how high, like 40 feet high to hit a home run, right? Like <laughs> it was so screwed up. Remember when they had uh, like hockey glass in left field? That's right. That's right. <laughs> when they won the World Series, they had, they had hockey glass. I remember Kirby Puckett made that catch like up against the glass. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. And then when when we're thinking about players that are on this team and players who have uh, given this team their image, I think of Josh Donaldson. Oh. And my God, do I hate Josh Donaldson and I just everything that he stands for. So. There you go. Minnesota Twins. I love it. Um, and by the way, like just just to throw a Donaldson fact out there for you, Josh Donaldson actually loved U2's Songs of Innocence, that that <laughs> album that they forced onto your. He loves that album. Josh Donaldson. Um, hashtag Donaldson facts. I, I'm going to get rid of the Tigers. That that ballpark is such trash. Like speaking and like, yeah, we're, we're talking a lot about ballparks, but that you how how fucking deep is that center field? Like unbelievable. And like hitters go to die there and i like they ruined miggy's career i i'll i'll oh really yeah they ruined him yes um <laughs> the triple crown winner yeah no and uh Stop i Mays. Mays, <laughs> yeah steve you have nothing to say about that i um, love Willie Mays. get out of here that babe ruth was a jag off fuck him <laughs> <laughs> well he was a yankee but yeah, he was kind of a jag off though. <laughs> uh, I full, full, full like honesty here. Like I, I have never liked a team from Detroit. Like doesn't matter 
the, like the kind of narratives, the people playing for that team. I just, I'm not going to like you if, if the first name of your team is Detroit, you know, Pistons, Red Wings, Tigers, they can all die. I don't want them. I don't want them. Like the, the, the one thing that's true about Chicago, no matter what is it doesn't matter who's playing on the floor. You can start a fuck Detroit t- chant. And that's, that is something that, you know, is fantastic. That's, that's one thing that's going to be unique about the city forever. And uh, in this case, it, I'm given the opportunity to delete the Detroit Tigers. I'm going to do it. There you go. So we saved you. The moment of truth here. If you say the White Sox. (laughs) The White Sox. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going with it. You know why? why? For the reason (laughs) I stated earlier, 35 years and I had one season, 34 years of pain, 34 years of yelling at the TV, 34 (laughs) years of inept ownership. 34 years of bad GMs, 34 <laughs> years of not having a DH, 34 years of a stadium that everyone shits on, 34 <laughs> years of Jerry fucking Reinsdorf and screwing the city out of and state out of money. Uh, <laughs> fuck the White Sox. If they got rid of them tomorrow, I would become a fan of the Milwaukee Brewers. I'd move to Milwaukee. I'd, I'd go find Juan. I'd put him back on Twitter. I would make, I would make the world better. I wouldn't have my wife yelling at me for six months of the year when I'm upset and yelling at the TV. It wouldn't break my heart. It would be one less thing of my miserable existence that I wouldn't have to deal with. So I am getting rid of the fucking goddamn Chicago White Sox. Because I can't do it anymore, guys. Just can't. Ladies and gentlemen, Bridgeport's <laughs> finest, Sammy Davis Jr. Five thousand, <laughs> or should I say, Sammy Davis Jr. Jimmy Jimmy June, oh, Jimmy June, Bobby June, Jimmy June. <laughs> oh, hey, speak, speaking to Junior, God. should I hit up Junior? I think he'd love to have a conversation with you right now. My God, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> We, we, oh. we, 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 we don't need him. Not not in the slightest. Hey, John, how you doing? <laughs> What's that? I got I got three percent of the vote right now. Oh man, that's not good. <laughs> that's Hold up, again another call. The fuck you want? <laughs> that that was the most cringeworthy thing that I've ever seen, like posted on social media in my life, like. <laughs> And, I, oh, and, wow. I, and I've seen a, a rat eat a pizza in the, in the subway in New York. And that, that, was, <laughs> that was like a Van Gogh picture compared to, to that. That was, oh, my God. Holy shit. Well, speaking of 3% of the vote and, and speaking of um, the 108 tourney, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to get kind of a little bit of rapid fire ideas uh, on, on the 108 tourney um, and, and some of the matchups that we're going to see throughout the first round um so at first glance how do you feel like you're gonna fare in the 108 tourney this year sammy davis june so i no one knows who the guy i'm facing is in in the first round does does anyone know who he is um the first first round uncle grumpy yeah Yeah. tommy and i know uncle grumpy i met him i met him he told me to follow him and then he never tweeted so okay (laughs) or follow me back yeah it sounds like he's not that active and it, and like they were talking about, like the people that are active are the, are the ones. So I, 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 I wish I knew about him so I could like just talk shit unbelievably. And, and, and that, that, like, I'm so glad I made the tournament. Like the last two years I was so down that I didn't. 
But then, like, if I win, then I have to face either Willie or Brian. And, like, I'm not going to talk shit to those guys. Well, especially Willie because he's just the nicest human being on the planet. Absolutely. I mean, if me and Brian go against each other, it'll get interesting just because it'll be no holds barred against each other. And then, <laughs> like, and then if we get that far, then I would potentially have to go against Carrie, and, and I don't want to do that. You know, I, I really wish, like, I just had, like, everyone from Bad Guy Radio on, on my side of the bracket just so I could <laughs> complete scorched earth, like, burn, burn down the internet, like, have the police come to my house, so, like, t- type of thing. Absolutely. And that's why I'm disappointed about Juan bowing out of the 108 tournament because yeah. he probably would have been my second round matchup. And, boy, that would have oh, been yeah. the most ridiculous rap diss I've ever written in my entire life. That the, the, but you know even though we're we're not getting that the the, the matchup I am most excited for and I, I think you guys know it's it's Jordan versus Alex in round one that absolutely is the, that that white wind up being like the best twenty four hours in the history of White Sox Twitter because it, <laughs> poor Jordan I I told Jordan I'm like I'm gonna help you out like what whatever I can do because like oh poor Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what's coming at him. <laughs> That's fan. That's going to be fantastic. I couldn't like, I I'm just excited like every year to see the amount of people that I don't know yet. So getting to know uncle grumpy will be an absolute pleasure. <laughs> But that's if he shows it. up, if he shows if, up if on Twitter, <laughs> so he might not. <laughs> well, there's there's some debatable first round matchups that I, you know, Sammy Davis June. I wanted to get your quick takes on, um, okay. and, and I want you to you can you can explain your pick if you want, but if not, mm-hmm. you could just give me rapid fire too of, okay. uh, of of who you think is going to win the matchup. Yeah. Now the I'll, first I'll... one, go for it. Um, I'll do a, a quick analysis. Sure. All right. All right. The first one that I want to run by you is the Bruham Luke versus Beer Garden Gym matchup. Ooh. What are you thinking on this one? So when I'm thinking is that uh, Jim has an unfair advantage is because uh, Jim has uh, the following of uh, this, this awful rap rock band from uh, the early, the late nineties and early aughts. And apparently like the band members follow him and interact with him. And they still have a fan base of like other degenerates like Jim that, you know, <laughs> will be able to get the vote out for Jim. So um, I think Jim is going to win, but I will be pulling for Luke. And I will be, uh, I mean, if I can make a PowerPoint against Jim, I could definitely uh, campaign against him for the tournament. There, so, you that, go. there will definitely be some fireworks in that one. Can I ask, who is the rap rock band that follows Jim? It, it unfortunately is 311. <laughs> and, and and yesterday yesterday was 311 yesterday day. was 311 day amber yeah. was the color of my energy yep and and their shitty music um <laughs> yeah would you consider them rap rock yeah they were like one of the originators like you know like, didn't did, did you not even pay attention to my powerpoint steve oh god <laughs> they're in there with you know like limp biscuit and pod but oh, you love uh, limp biscuit I love Limp Biscuit. They were my number one listen on Spotify last year. Was Limp Biscuit? That's absolutely incredible. How was meeting Fred Durst in real life? By the way, I no, I didn't meet Fred Durst. But oh, I thought you did. No, we, we but we we saw them at the Metro though, and the Metro was tiny, so I was like five feet away from them the entire night. And you know, oh, okay, like the the inner sixteen year old in me was just like the happiest it's ever been. Absolutely. I mean, what what do you think of the new hair? I, I I dig it. He's gone full beard now, so uh, he's just he, he, 
he, he's embracing the you know the, uh, the 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 nostalgia run that that they're having. So I I can't knock him. And their new album wasn't bad. So like right. a, I'm gonna have to give it a listen. It, it's it's pretty good. All right. Next matchup that I want to run by you real quick is we've got what is probably going to be a second round matchup of Celeste Spaghetti versus Bennett Carroll. Who, who do you think's coming out on top there? Uh, you know, um, Bennett has a huge following, obviously. Uh, Bennett is a good dude. Um, but you got to look at the interactions. C- Celeste posts a tweet and she gets like 35 comments on there. Yep. So, um, uh, hold on, Steve. I'm sending you a text really quick, mainly because I, I want to see you naked. Um, <laughs> but I, I, you know, and Bennett is also a, a guy who, during the tournament, likes to, uh, you know, elevate other people instead of him. So I, I feel like he's not one of those people who are, are interested in winning the tournament. He's 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 a good guy. He likes to see people get more followers and more interaction. So I I I don't think it'll be, you know, a knockdown drag out fight. But I do see Celeste pulling this one out. Um, yeah, she's she 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 she's got the good content and uh, she's a fellow uh, uh, law school person. So she'll uh, she'll pull this one out. Fair, completely fair. Tom, what do you think on that one? No, I I mean Bennett's Bennett's definitely going to be the one that take it's it's all about following. Like yeah, you get thirty five comments on something, but Fam gets like has way more followers, and that yeah, it's it's different. It's just different. Right. Like yes, those thirty five people are going to vote for Celeste hands down, but that's right. It. Okay, <laughs> I got I got to know your opinions on this one too. We'll, we'll put a day. side bet on that one, Tommy. Okay, we got to we got to see what the odds are, but okay. then, yeah. Uh, I, I got to know your, your, your feelings on this one. Sammy Davis, June, uh, we, we got shy Sox fan, Mike versus region rat two versus 15. I think there's an obvious winner here, but I want to know who, who your vote goes to. Uh, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to reveal the research that I did last year. And I think Steve O remembers this shy Sox fan. Mike will win, but he Bots. shouldn't win because last year when the tournament started, I went through shy Sox fan, Mike's followers. And there were a lot of followers that seemed to have joined in February and March of 2021. Now, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I'm just saying it looked a little suspicious. So I'm I'm not saying that, you know, he's contracted with people in India and the Soviet Union and China. (laughs) But I'm also not not saying that. So I'm just I'm just going to throw that out there. So, you know. If, uh, you know, if, if it does turn out to be like, you know, 96 to to four and, you know, there's 50,000 votes in that, uh, <laughs> it's something to keep an eye on. Right. All right. From a selfish standpoint, I need to know, how do you think the matchup versus uh, myself versus Adam KC is going to go? So what what I'm hoping for is that for 24 or let's say, Let's make it a good three days. For three days, I want you guys to forget that you are friends. For three days, I want you to pretend like you killed each other's families. <laughs> I, I want it to be a knockdown drag out because you know Adam's going to be coming with the Photoshop. All right, Absolutely. I know you're going to be coming with, with, with the, the mic skills. But, you know, Adam is very good at Photoshop. 
Adam is very good at drinking. Um, so those, and those are two, two very important qualities for, uh, a participant in the tournament. So I'm hoping it's knockdown drag out. I think, I think you will come ahead again, following and, you know, interactions and also, uh, you know, the body Adam, counts. Adam also has, you know, the, the, the amount of enemies that I have on, on Twitter, uh, because we, <laughs> we, we tend to say whatever comes to our mind without it. You, you, you guys both, both were part of Globo gym. Yes, we are. We, <laughs> he, he, cool. he's, he's a fellow Mard, so you, you, we got to be careful. <laughs> All right. I got a couple more to run by you, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. First off, I want to know your ideas on Sockside Pride versus Mike Huckleberry. All right. Um, I, I, I'm really pulling for Huck on this one, but – after this week, when we saw him play Call of Duty, I just I've lost all faith in my buddy. <laughs> I mean, this this guy was he was getting lit up by thirteen year olds that don't even have a pubic hair yet. <laughs> and he, he needs to show me some fire. I mean, he, he if 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 he's getting his ass kicked by Carrie and, and thirteen year olds in Call of Duty, he, he, how, how's he how's he going to navigate the the strange world of the one hundred eight tournament? So, Mike, pick pick it the fuck up, all right, buddy. <laughs> That's amazing. And then a, a one one oh eight matchup. Uh one oh eight kind of OGs, semi OGs. We got a Loha Mr. Hand versus White Sox Sal. Uh, how 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 do we see this matchup? Uh, I, I gotta give the advantage to uh Aloha Mr. Hand in this one. Um I love White Sox Sal as well. Uh uh Pete is my guy, uh, he's a fellow cigar smoker. Uh, he has a big following. Uh, he's on a bunch of podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I see Aloha, Mr. Hand. In fact, I think uh, he's he's going to come out of that side of the bracket. Ooh, hot take. I love that. For a six seed, too. Mm-hmm. He, he's a, he's a, he could have been a, a two or a three seed. For sure. I uh, Absolutely. If there's one person you got to pick to win it all right now, last 108 tourney question, who is your pick to win it all this year? Wow. Um... I, I, you know, it was a popular pick on Thursday, but I, I got to go with Janice. There you go. So Janice is absolutely brutal. Yep. I mean, when when she killed Bonnie that one day, like the, the, the her, no, no one has picked up that carcass yet because that, that that's how bad that Janice killed her that day. Like, <laughs> I mean, and you know, she she's got. I mean, she's. Uh, she's a, a media presence. She's mm-hmm. uh, she does podcasts. You know, Janice is everywhere. She she hustles, and I, I think if she does win, she definitely deserves it. And uh, w- would she be the first female winner of the one hundred eight tournament? She would be. Yeah, so I, I, I think it's time. You know, we we, we didn't get the female president that uh, we we really could have used. So Janice <laughs> Janice winning the one hundred eight tournament and break the glass ceiling of the one hundred eight tournament. God, I think I'm just going to fold up. And if I make it to round three against Janice, I think I might just fold it up and stay oh, on yeah. Twitter. I, that I'm day. definitely not voting for you if, if, if you go up against That's Janice. Fair. That's completely fair. She will hunt me down and cut off my ears and, and nose. And and yeah. Your ogre ears or your yeah, actual ogre ears? That's the real question. Both, both sets. Okay. <laughs> Incredible. Well, Sammy Davis June, we know we, we, that you got to wrap this thing up. So uh, what, what are your final thoughts for us here on the Sons of Honarchy podcast? Uh, my final thoughts are first, I, I want to thank you guys for having me on. I, it's you know, really I, fun. This, this is only the first pod, 
real podcast I've actually done. You know, I was I was a guest on the uh, the Fester's thing, but it was only about for ten minutes. Um, so thank you guys for putting this together, Tommy. I need to see you at more games last year. Next year, I only saw you at <laughs> one, and you were wearing you were wearing a tie, and everyone made fun of you for four hours. So. so. <laughs> Just please wear something casual if you go to the games next year and I see you. Um, no promises. Steve-O, I'm telling you, he still needs to play into it. He needs to yeah. play into the dress-up thing. Beef Loaf oh, yeah. said that needs to be his bit. I want yeah, him to stick maybe, with it. Maybe. Uh, Steve-O, I love you, brother. You're, you're one of my first White Sox Twitter friends that I actually met and hung out with. Um, appreciate you having me on and can't wait to see you guys at the park this year. Hell yeah, brother. Hell All right, yeah. we will talk to you soon, okay? Thank you guys so much. I'll see you. Much love, buddy. Blessings. Nipple. 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 <laughs> Nipple. As if we didn't see enough on Thursday. That's, that's true. Incredible. Take care, guys. You too, Have man. Tom, let's wrap this thing up. So I I want to know if you've got any final thoughts after having, you know, a great time with Sammy Davis June. My guy, <laughs> Sammy Davis June. Sammy Davis June. Tommy David Zoom. Um, <laughs> no, this was this was a lot of fun. I'm so glad that we were able to do this uh, with our guy um, and just talk talk baseball. We got baseball back. This is exciting yeah. shit. Yeah, we didn't go full celebration mode, which I'm I'm happy with honestly because I think he he spoke it well in, in saying that like it was gonna happen. Like it, we were gonna have baseball this year. It was just, it was just a matter of when. And I'm happy it's sooner rather than later. But outside of that, let's just get some signings done and like make this team a little bit better and get on with it. God damn it. So, Steve, I think we're at the point where I can say in Han, we trust baseball is back. I got nothing to rhyme with. Let's fucking go. (laughs) Have a good one, everybody. We'll see y'all next week.